0: Welcome to a live and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help, and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Have you ever received a gift from someone that became a super special treasure, but the giver didn't know it, and neither did you? That's what we're going to talk about today. I didn't realize how special a gift I received would be over the years after it was given to me. But to this day, I really like the fan. Let me tell you the story about the fan. Way back when I was a young adult, some missionaries came home to the USA from their field of service. For some reason, and I don't recall it, Mrs. Missionary and I met in their temporary apartment. If I had to guess why I was spending time with this more seasoned person, it was likely that I had admired her from afar. She had lovely character. Plus, she was really pretty. And she invited me! Anyway, we had a lovely conversation, best I remember. I believe she provided refreshments, which she had made in their tiny kitchenette behind a half wall. I remember commenting on a gorgeous large wicker fan displayed above their loaned couch. It was almost four feet wide and about two feet high and had a very attractive weave design. Mrs. Missionary had skillfully woven it with pretty silk flowers, I just loved it, and I complimented her. You can imagine my surprise—actually, shock was more like it—when Mrs. Missionary offered the fan to me. That was an easy answer for me. Oh, yes! They were leaving to go back to the field and couldn't take everything with them. I'm guessing she had wondered what to do with it and prayerfully realized her answer— was me. Upon delicately taking the fan off the wall, which then looked bare, I thought I had fallen into the best bargain of the year. Totally unexpected. It was so delicate, and I handled it carefully. Because it was so large, I had to walk through the door sideways. And then, all the way home, I guarded my new gift. I thanked the Lord for this beautiful decoration not ever realizing how it would go with me through decades of my life, and I would always trace its origins to the small wall in a temporary apartment above a loaned couch. Kindness of Mrs. Missionary. When I got home, I immediately made plans to integrate the fan into my home decor. The colors and presentation became my little dream— I also used silk flowers of a different color. The fan now reflected my own home, the wall it graced, and the room it adorned. I gratefully remembered Mrs. Missionary who cared enough to share something with me from her home. There followed lots of moves over the years. Yes, this lovely fan changed presentation over the course of young family living reflecting new colors and themes of the room it occupied. Always it brought compliments, and always I felt proud of it, thankful for Mrs. Missionary's kindness. I want to talk about Mrs. Missionary for a minute. Did you notice the flavor around her as I described her? This woman gave me more than a fan. She gave me a peek into admirable character. First, she invited me to her temporary apartment. It was a pit stop for them. Still, she shared it with me. Second, I saw how she made this temporary dwelling a lovely home with what she had. Third, she engaged conversation meaningful to me, the younger adult, even though she didn't know me well. Fourth, she gave me food and drink from a limited storehouse of a very tiny kitchenette. And fifth, she shared from her meager home decor without feeling any loss. Apparently, she had given everything up to the Lord, so it was easy to part with things, to say goodbyes and live in a temporary, continually changing circumstance. Mrs. Missionary had the aroma of Christ. From 2 Corinthians 2, verse 15. Well, what did I learn from Mrs. Missionary? What is the takeaway from this woman who gave me her fan? I learned several things from that short, one time visit. Number one, hold material things, including homes, with an open hand. Two, be quick to share what you have with others. 3. Whatever circumstances you have, be content and grateful, even if it's temporary. 4. Bring color, creativity, and beauty into your life and home through little things around you, even if it's temporary. 5. Put people first. Engage them in meaningful conversation and value what God is doing in their life. 6. Serve others genuinely, and generously with what you have because their life is valuable to God. 7. Remember to pray for others who have invested in your life or given gifts to you. 8. Work to be like these mini-mentors that God provides on your life journey, even if it is a one-time event. So what am I telling you? As I share this story from many years ago, what really am I saying as I reflect on my gift, the fan? Well, besides the special lessons I learned from Mrs. Missionary, I also want to mention three more things about gifts. First, I learned how important it is to value the generosity of others. This was a beginning training lesson God was teaching me about valuing what people bring to life, big or small, very much like how Jesus valued the five loaves and two fishes a little boy gave him. I bet that little boy felt like a million bucks. He saw Jesus feed over 5,000 people with his little lunch from his mom's tiny kitchenette. And he knew he had a part in that miracle. Jesus was excited about this little boy's gift, and so was the little boy. That event was so special to God, he designated a decent portion of Scripture to tell the story through all the centuries. Look up John 6, 3-13. The second thing I learned about giving gifts— I saw it was important to have quality character to share what you have with others. Have you noticed the crises around the globe? Never should people be hungry in today's world, especially as many as are hungry now. Never should people have little to no clothing or medical supplies for their needs. And never should they have not heard the name of Jesus are you aware of lonely or needy people around you? What about those who are depressed or discouraged? And the third thing I learned about giving gifts, besides everything that I learned from Mrs. Missionary, is this. The Lord challenged me to be satisfied with what I have, even in seasons of limited resources of young family living. The training to take what I have and beautify it for God's glory and as a statement of contentment in my circumstances was a valuable learning point I've taken forward with me. So what am I actually telling you? I guess, simply, that what God and Mrs. Missionary taught me was really important, and I should follow their example. I invite you to follow their example too. But it doesn't really end here. I'm also saying that it isn't really just about gifts, like the fan. It's not even just about being grateful. It isn't just about serving others and meeting their needs. What it is about is being like God. Jesus said, be perfect like our heavenly Father is perfect from Matthew 5:48. He defines our Father as the giver of good gifts James 1:17. Our heavenly Father is so good to all, blessing sinners and saints alike with sun, rain, and harvest. He is deeply compassionate to those locked in difficult circumstances. Our Heavenly Father loves every person no matter who they are or what their situation. God is way too good to us all. Are you like Him? God's goodness climaxes in His incredible gift of His Son. It blows my mind that God even became a human. That He will remain human forever, like you and me, is unfathomable. Isn't it just amazing that God loves us so much? He wants to identify with us forever. He wants to be one of us through eternity. And none of us deserves this special gift from God. It's a life-changing gift, a big surprise, undeserved, given from the heart of kindness. Here are some application questions and thoughts From today's content. First of all, do you strive to have kindness of heart, like God does, like He displays toward others? Do you show kindness to yourself? Second, in what ways can you be more like Mrs. Missionary? Be specific. Third, are you overflowing with gratitude for blessings in your life? Blessings are co-travelers with trials. Have you listed your blessings? Do you focus on them, or do you concentrate on your trials? Number four. Perhaps instead of feeling frustrated or limited by your circumstances, look for God in each detail. How does He want you to connect with Him? What about presenting an impression of Jesus on another person by adopting the high-functioning Spirit of Christ? Number five. Is your response to others filled with the grace and sacrifice that sent Jesus to the cross as He intercepted God's righteous anger? And then the final question, number six, what do you need to eliminate in your assumptions about others? May you be richly blessed as you pursue the lovely sweet aroma of Christ in all your dealings with others. And may you be a Mr. or Mrs. Missionary kind of a person that leaves a permanent testimony of Jesus. Visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God, pursue noble character, and an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolfe, with Alive and Active Life Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org Your web-based home for resources Including books and eBooks, Libraries of articles Podcasts and more As you navigate life's challenges and issues Sign up on our email list To stay current with the tools you need To be the person God designed living an alive and active life.